it was weirdly loud this time. Welcome back to the Unheard of Podcast, everyone. <clears throat> Sit back, relax, be, be a part of the friendship, and learn something new. Learn something new, and we're talking about everything no one's talking about. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Learn, yeah, learn I, I, I kind of just want to say that from the get-go, but I'm still so attached to... Sit back, relax. Be a part of the friendship. Be a part of the friendship. That's never going to go. Uh, team ends. What's happening, brother? Not a lot, man. Not a lot. I've been, been reading. The, We've been reading. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll segue very quickly into that in two seconds. Um, festive period out of 10. Three, two, one. 10. Nice. Bang, bro. Pretty close. Well, maybe that's a rookie score. In the words of, in the eyes of Dave Portnoy, that's Dave, Dave Portnoy, that's a rookie score. So I'd probably say a 9.2 on a quick reflection. Very good down at Moonta for the whole week of Christmas and leading into New Year's, back home for New yep. Year's and then had wicked fun at like a New Year's party. It's good. I'm sick. Where, yeah. What'd you do for New Year's? I just went to like uh, one of Tamara's girlfriend's place. Uh, uh, yeah, so it was pretty good. A few, few, few mates around there for a little house party. What about yourself, mate? Christmas, festive season and New Year out of 10, 3, 2, 1, bananas. 9.4. 9. There's 4. very little that could have been changed, to be honest. Like I, said, I didn't want to whack in a rookie score there. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good, bro. Just quality time with the fam. What more could you want? True. True. I just Actually. looked at myself in the camera. I'm looking brown. I know it's there just you random as. Your son kissed. Correct. We're all quite, um, we're sweaty on the brow today. Yeah, it's, it's a glisten. It's, 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 it's not the humidity. Oh, it's not the heat that gets you. It's the humidity. <laughs> as every dad is like, Dave, I'm the, surprised Dave hasn't messaged you that phrase. Just, yeah. just, just he just messaged it. me saying that my passport photo wouldn't allow me into any country ever. I don't think it would. Yeah. If that, that photo you posted is like, you're basically breaking laws by even having that's, it. That's my passport photo. I think mine is almost a small smile. She she instructed me to show no emotion and that's what I got. That's, what I got. <laughs> that's rough. That's what, Did you go to a post office and do it? Yeah, that's yeah. sick. I th- I think it was um, how weird is the whole like passport thing? Like you have to book an. A- did you book an appointment or did you just roll in? Rolled in. Yeah. See, see, I rolled in and then Tamara went in to do hers, and they're like, "No, nah, you got to make an appointment." She's like, Damn. "What? That sucks." Muzz would have hated that rejection. Yeah. <laughs> just like it was like, "What am I like? What did I, I- get wrong?" <laughs> ah, f- <laughs> ah, shit. Seriously, Trey. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, while I was while it was still in my head, did you? I just thought about this current trends of the world. Um, Dave it. Portnoy, also Barstool Sports. Period. Dave Portnoy won. Did you see that he put a million dollar bet on Michigan to win the Rose Bowl against Alabama <laughs> and won? I um, I'm not in the in the barstool sphere i do i'm a fan of them i will say or i'm a follower in some regards but i'm not in the sphere <laughs> i know that he's like just rolling in money clearly but imagine having just spare money to be like i'm i'm that confident that my team's gonna win that a million dollars is a reasonable amount did they yeah they did Crazy. and then there's some dude currently i think he's like 24 25 hours in to a golf simulator trying to hit a hole-in-one at Barstool Sports. He's not leaving the office until he hits a hole-in-one on the simulator. Oh, my God. He's like, the last time I checked, he was 2,500 shots in <laughs> on an 80-yard par three. 
Stewie. Oh, that's almost Stewie. too short. I think it was 80 yard par three, but like, it's like obviously Sim, he's apparently been an inch away twice. Oh my goodness. From rolling in. Only an inch, hey? That's crazy. Um, 80 yards is probably too. I'm trying to think what I'd be most comfortable hitting just over and over again. That's a good, like, soft swing or like a good steady swing with like a, uh, like a pitching wedge for me. Or yeah, like a sand yeah. You wedge. could like flight one nice and low with like just mm. a, yeah, maybe, maybe that is the optimal just like, distance. Just, just pitch just it like, just into it. Yeah, just a nice, it. nice, easy swing. Just a nice so, little pitch. I, uh, I don't know if I've told you. Did you hear that I broke 90 at golf? Let's go. Thank you. What well I'm mate. Proud of you. How good? How did it feel? 89. Yeah, it was sick. Was was that with Tom the other day? Yeah, 44 and then 45. Oh, so. bang. What did he shoot? 92. Oh, he would have hated that. He didn't enjoy the fact that I won, <laughs> but he was he was sitting in the celebration uh, the celebration so of my um, ah, my sub 90. Love that. What was it? Was it a two part to finish or was it like a uh, it was a double bogey, so it was scary. It was my only seven for the whole round. Yeah. Jeez, that would have been scary. there would have been some tight clenching going on. I can imagine yeah. on that I, last part. Yeah, just got the hibbity jibbities a bit, but yeah, that's golf, mate. It was actually fun, man. Like went like, maybe three quarters of the way through the round, I started feeling it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm on here," and I could break ninety if I just do this, this, and this, and it just kept happening. And I was like, over every ball, like. How nuts is <laughs> how nuts is that feeling when like you just know like you're on, oh, bro. like it's just I I was um it's the one thing that I was thinking about when I was running, like doing a lot of running, is like there's no competitive feeling like see so, like when you would not from soccer like you play sport and it's just like that competition feeling you roll up game day and you're like this is it like we on like. And like you, the first ball you kick or like the first pass you make, it just comes off the boot well, and you just instantly know in your head like, <laughs> oh, like nothing's touching me today. Like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. on. It's the same in like cricket. Like you, like for me, it was always like if I either hit one clean early, like and it went for runs, or I like hit like a real streaky run early, like a like an edge all the way along the ground through the cordon for four. I'm like, oh, today's a good day. And I'm like, today I'm on. Like, yeah, I've just nicked one through the slips before, but I'm like, this yeah. is this is the day I make a few. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah. yeah. But then other days it's just like, you just don't even know which end of the stick or club to hold. And you're like, what is that? Yeah. You feel so weird some days, especially at golf, man. You feel so weird. Yeah. It's such a strange crazy. thing though, that you feel weird at golf because it's like the, what it's probably one of the only sports where the ball never moves. Like you have, op- like obviously, besides where you hit the ball each mm. time, like <laughs> never heard so, it put that way. It's very so interesting. So think about it, right? The ball uh, is literally yeah. stationary wherever it is. So like off the tee is obviously the perfect moment because it's like you put it at the proper height that you want it, mm. and you just like you you can use any club you want. So you have I guess unlim- because of its size, though it's very susceptible to its lie then once it's off the tee box yeah but like if you like obviously if it's on the fairway for me it's like being on the fairway is like the worst moment ever because it's like i hate it like i actually love it but i hate it i hate i love hitting a drive onto the fairway but like if i get like an iron out on the in the fairway i'm just like shit yeah right it's like i want it to almost be i want it i want it the first cut like just a little bit of little bit of something just to Mm. like 
just to get that little cushion so you just pop it out. Yeah. It's perfect. I don't know. But like it's a what like what other sports are there other than like a free kick in soccer that you have like basically perfect conditions for every shot or like perfect conditions for a shot. Ball stationary, you have all control and yet it's so difficult. Mm. Yeah, this I can't think of any other sports right now. Yeah. I think, and it's just what makes golf so difficult is just the scale of it. Yeah, think about the scale. Like you're hitting it with a a piece of iron that's this big. You're hitting mm. something this big into a and hole this round. big. Yeah, it's like five hundred yards away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very strange. Hmm. Anyway, I want to um, I want to hear all about the book you've been reading, mate. I want to um, yeah. So hear what it's been provoking, what it's been making you think, and doing all um, sorts, and then I'll been... get into and i'll get into some um because i was listening to chris williamson's end of year special it was sick, oh, and they were just like going around like life hacks and stuff so oh. i came up with three life hacks that i use that i think would be valuable for people Bang. love that well the book i've been reading is called the resilience project and it's um uh finding happy oh sorry the resilience project finding happiness through gratitude empathy and mindfulness by hugh van I'm going to fluff this. Kylenberg. Kylenberg. Okay. He's like, yeah, anyway. So <clears throat> he um, he was like a teacher through like, well, he was a sportsman, like originally like a high level sort of like young sportsman in mm. Melbourne and Victoria. Um, and then became like a teacher in his later years and realized through his, through sport and teaching that mental health was just a big letdown for like people like as in there was no teaching of like how to deal with like mental health problems and not necessarily like um like depression but just like understanding what is happening and like understanding like how to utilize certain tools to like help yourself feel better or like you know work Mm -hmm. through it utilizing um like a better happiness and well-being lifestyle through gratitude empathy and mindfulness which are three things that he realized were massive as i found out through reading the book um so he created this business called the resilience project from that which is like what he does now he like goes around to all these schools and sports clubs and um like businesses and preach and like does talks and like creates programs for schools and sports clubs to be able to basically practice uh, gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness in exercises. I haven't got to the part of the book where it's, it shows the exercises, but fuck it, the book is unreal so far. What does what do those three words mean to you after reading the book, or just in general? Gratitude, uh, gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness. Well, gratitude for me is like um, through reading the book is like uh, being obviously gratitude, being grateful for things in the moment. Um like realizing that um, we sometimes take for granted um, the things we have in life. The perfect example mm-hmm. is there's a story in the book, like small spoiler of like in there, but uh, it's about like a little boy over in India who he meets um, who lived in like this small like back alley village up in the hills or whatever and the school had like maybe a hundred kids but like he stood out because he would actively practice gratitude 
uh, empathy and mindfulness all at once <laughs> or like in like at that moment. And there was like a time where he was playing cricket with like whatever kids and he was like doing half decent and was just like looking around, realized there was a girl like who was not, didn't have any friends sitting with her. So he just like let go of the cricket bat, went over, sat with her, shared his lunch, like asked her how her day was, basically like spoke to her, hung out with her for the rest of lunch and did all of that and was just like telling the teacher um, like this. And that was his way of like saying like, I am grateful for this. He would just tell the teacher like this, this is good. Mm. This is good. Like, or he'd go to the playground and be like, oh, this swing, like this is good. And so then like, there's apparently like from that, he's like told that story, obviously in a way better way than what I have just done. Um, but to like all these different people and there's even like footballers who play AFL that will have, like if you look at some of like this wrist strap tape, I think it's like Adam Trelaw. He's got like this DIS written on his wristband and that's for him to be mindful of like being grateful of like why he's playing AFL and the reasons he's playing AFL every game from all the talks of that he's done to like all these sports clubs it's nuts man like yeah i know it's not really like what it is to me but just like reading through it like i've just showed you before but i literally have like on an iphone screen because that's i literally will read a chapter and write like four or five dot points about that chapter and then once once i've um finished the book because i've got three chapters to go i'm gonna like read through all of that probably do what you said and throw it into chat gpt to summarize it for me once I've tried to do it myself and see like how I go about summarizing it in comparison to AI, but mm. it's just like really, really cool. Like listening to like all his like small little life stories and like how like much he just like loved this stuff enough to just, yeah. Like realize that, Oh, that there's a gap in, there's a niche here that people are missing mm. and like that kids and like adults need to see it and need to hear this and like yeah i don't even like i literally am just like there's so many thoughts in my head just it's so overwhelming yeah. to even like it's so cool way eh? it's so cool when um you just hear and read about stories like that like and it's just like for me it's just like so obvious especially over the last couple of years that like it's possible for people to do that you know what i mean like if it's the one thing that you're you're thinking about when you wake up and then when you go to bed and then, you know, you dream about it more or less. And it's like mm. the topic of all your conversations. Like uh, you always try and like, <clears throat> whether you know it or not, you're like steering every conversation towards the thing that you're passionate about. Yeah. It's just then eventually when it, um, when people like click and it, they realize that it's, you know, there's a gap somewhere or they're like, wow, I'm actually really good at this or um, mm. I can, I can make some serious impact with this. It's just so cool, man. That's sick. Yeah, I think that's that that whole idea of making a big impact is essentially what he found is like mm. he realized that through teaching he would just apply all of the life lessons he learned or all the life lessons he learned through sport and just applied it to teaching and he said it was almost like a perfect fit for like every type of year level that he worked with or whatever and then he realized oh like this model works perfectly so I'm just going to apply it to like the next part of like life which was like you know how am i going to make this a business and like how am i going to you know market this to whatever and yeah it was just such a it's like a really cool read and like it's not heaps long it's like 270 pages i'm oh, like yeah. probably I don't, I, I don't know how many hours it's taking me i'm not like a super fast reader 
or I don't think I'm a super fast reader, but like I've probably put like maybe like a good effort one day got me like half the book and that was maybe like two or three hours and then like another like couple of efforts so far to get another couple of chapters out. Mm. But I'm I actually am really finding it really interesting because I've never tried to read and write. Like obviously like actively read the book, like reading, actively reading is something I've done before where I'm like reading it and understanding what I'm reading. Or if I don't understand what I'm reading, I'll quickly look, Google the word or something mm. that I don't understand. But I haven't, I've never actively read something and then written notes about what I've been reading. Yeah. So you've never, um, never had something that's just like landed so well. Yeah. Like this is just like, like it just like just hits me. No, that's like literally slapping the forehead is just the perfect yeah, way to that. describe this book. Like I remember yeah, yeah. Tamara was Tamara was I was reading the other day in the lounge room and Tamara was doing something getting or like getting ready. What were we getting ready for? I don't know. She's getting ready. Ah uh, yeah, actually that's what it was. So she came out in like the dress or like whatever she wanted to wear or the shirt. And I was like reading a part of the book and I was like almost crying out of happiness from reading. <laughs> And she's like, oh, can you zip this up? And I'm like, yeah. And I just had to like quickly kind of like not wipe the eyes. But I was, it was almost at that point. I was like, whoa. And she's like, you're right. I was like, yeah, I just was nearly crying. Like, yeah. like there's just so many parts in this book that have you like laughing like hysterically because it's so relatable, especially for me. And like this guy played a lot of cricket. So a lot of his stuff is like cricket related when he talks about his sporting. Killer. So I understand like the ins and outs of like what he's talking about so well. But then... Yeah, like some of it's just like so, like not dark, but just like real deep and meaningful when it like lands. Yeah, it just lands really well in like my head. Mm. But yeah, it's, um yeah, like I say, I'll give it to you. It's worth the read. I think everyone, if you have the chance, if someone lends it to you or like someone, if you can buy it, go out and have a read. It's worth it. I think I might see if he's got any other books or that like that group have done any other books and give them Has a he read. Got, you might... um might even be worth like listening to the audible or something of it. Maybe, maybe I'm quite. I'm not sure. Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. Oh, he's got a couple of couple of books. So he's got like Let Go as well. I just quickly googled it. So he's got like mm. another one, and that's it's Let Go. It's time to let go of shame, expectation, and our addiction to social media. Bang. There you go. That is awfully relevant, isn't it? Bloody oath. I mean, oh, Everyone's addicted to social media, that's for sure. Ah, so true. So true. I can't really like it's got its it's got its goods and bads. But I think the bads probably outweigh the goods in most people in most cases, but I um it's definitely yeah, like I think that. we're so conditioned to it now though. You know what I mean? Mm. Like we're so used to being like dopamine saturated that we just think it's normal. But like yeah. if you do have like maybe some time away when you were, for example, down the coast, mm. you might not have been on your phone as much, and then you're like, Oh holy shit yeah i definitely it was nice like just playing some board games and stuff like it's actually like really good like that's one thing that i really like about when we hang out like the four of us or like even with mitch and jess as well Mm. is like how little we refer to our phones like obviously if we're talking about something and we want to show someone that's the only time we'll get it out but generally Mm. speaking it's like just conversation or listening to something or playing games or you know just actually finding time to be present with each other and being being mindful of like how 
cool it is that we get to hang out. Yeah, oh, 100%, bro. Mm-hmm. I think that's my one of my biggest values. I was doing a whole bunch of reflecting over the last like week with it being like the end of the year and stuff. And mine's one of my highest values is is just like presence, people being present. <laughs> mm. Like I don't care so much for, uh, um, yeah, any anything else. It just gets outweighed with, if, if I just feel like you said, like if we're all hanging out, whether it's like the four of us or the six of us or like yeah. whichever like friends we're hanging out with, if I feel like there's like a real deep level of presence there and people actually are enjoying just hanging out, then I'm mm. like, then I do kind of take that mental note that you were talking about and being like, oh yeah, I'm grateful as hell for this right now. Yeah. Otherwise it's like, I've been in other social settings, definitely like a few years ago when you're at like parties or you're at dinners or you just go on to like a friend of a friend's dinner or something and you kind of just mm. like, oh, really just want to go on my phone or check the scores or like open notes and close notes and just do whatever you do when you're discreet. Just you're, the old, um, I, I haven't been able to, I didn't, like, I didn't research into it enough, but I was, I swear that I had like, it's like phantom notifications or something like that, which is like the, I'm pretty sure it's a thing where it's like, yeah, we're so conditioned to receive, like we're so conditioned to think we're receiving a text or a message or a call or something that if we haven't had one in a while, we, te- we our brain tricks us into feeling something, especially like think about like pocket. We It tricks us into feeling that vibration on the pocket. And so it's like, oh, oh no. I think oh. it's a real thing, bro. Oh. I think it I, is. I, I never I, looked I into it after. Joe, I... Ro- Joe Rogan, like an old Joe Rogan podcast talked about it. But I've had that like thousands of times, 100%. Yeah. Where, like, my pocket will vibrate. I think it does and it doesn't. Yeah, it's a syndrome. There you go, bro. What's it called? Phantom vibration syndrome. <laughs> is the perception that one's mobile phone is vibrating or ringing when it's not. There you go. Did you just write Phantom... that down? Let's go. <laughs> Phantom vibration syndrome. Yeah, it is. Actually, having a computer in front of me with like just a... Yeah, like... so it makes it so much more funny. Yeah, I feel like I'm Jamie and Joe Rogan at the same time. All at once. Um, if we're comparing books that we're reading, I'm reading this at the moment. 101 are we, essays. Are we, are we starting a book exchange? Yeah, <laughs> we can do. <bro. laughs> this one is really strange. It's like it's structured, and like for those just listening, it's 101 essays that will change the way you think. Um, and it's it's literally that. So like, there's there's no real flow to it. It's just here's an essay. This is what it's about. Here's an essay. This is what it's about. But it's structured really well in in each essay so like the, this first essay is like subconscious behaviors that are keeping you from having the life you want so mm-hmm. it's not like surface level stuff it's pretty hectic and then it'll have like a, a short preface and then one two three four five six seven eight points in this one and then with like a short little summary okay. under each one and then the next one's like psychology of your daily routine and etc cetera, etc cetera. 10 things emotionally intelligent people do not do that's interesting yeah, so I'm just smashing it out, doing like one or two essays a day, um, yeah, and just seeing what it's like. I actually saw like an influencer that I followed, um, reading it, and I was like, "Oh, that sparked interest." And then after that, I'm gonna read this. Oh yeah, Thank you. Know, Brockman. Nice. See what he says on there about running across Australia like an absolute maniac. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I I fell off listening to podcasts for like two weeks. For some reason I'm i to work actually out. haven't listened to one in a while i think i was since trying I to work out why running. yeah i was trying to work out why and i was like hmm. 
but then I've also been like super busy with work in the best way possible. Like absolutely mm. loving work. It's probably what it is. Like you're just diving into work really well. What do you do when yeah. you're working? Do you just like lo-fi or are you just dead? Uh, at the moment I am listening to, yeah, binaural beats. Yeah. Semicolon focus. <laughs> semicolon, <laughs> semicolon focus. 136 songs, six hours and 55 minutes. I've probably listened to that playlist hundreds of times. A million times. Do you like um like time block or like work block thing? Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. That's one of yeah. my life hacks, bro. Yeah. Like what is it? What's the like long one? A Pomodoro or something like uh, that? 45, 25 or whatever. Yeah, something 40, like 20 that. or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I think Dan Lazus does that. Or yeah, I don't know. He does it for his reading. I think he does 25 minutes of reading max. That's it. I actually think that might be, I think that's maybe why I'm enjoying reading so much is because I'm stopping at the end of every chapter. Like the chapters aren't long. You're doing like a a pseudo Pomodoro trade. Yeah. Yeah. Chapter, right. Chapter, right. (laughs) You come out with this like structure to tell everyone, yeah, this is how you do it. And then the whole world's like, bro, this is Pomodoro. Like, bro, (laughs) like we've been doing that for fucking years. You idiot. (laughs) That's called an awful call. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Oh my god. This is called boxing, Ronaldo. Oh, That's it's... an awful call. <laughs> that video had me in absolute stitches. My god. I was god. cringing and laughing and like crying all at the same time. I know. Sometimes I watch it and I go, How did like well not because I still thing is is like I have the biggest soft spot for him, like deep down. Yeah, so me I, too. I cringe and then I go. Like I cringe because like why did I even like him? And then it's like then he says like you shut your mouth, you yeah, will love you, and just says something, and I go that's exactly why. Like he's many just... a mouse, he's many a mouse, and then he's like, <laughs> and then they like compare watches. So. Oh my god, he's such a Fruit Loop, but God, I actually can't wait for him to come back, and I just yeah. want to see. Well, he actually looks pretty shredded again. Yeah, he looks less swollen again, which is yeah. great. Off the great bloody for the McGregor, off the off the basics trend. Test, you know, D ball, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. He's oh, he was flying high at one point. He was. He was bright red and very swollen, but now he's back to normal. So mm. I'm happy for him. But that video I sent you the other day, like him announcing it. Oh yeah, just like he's was like, it a the coffee or something? Was it a coffee? That was or a, wine. Was a, a wine. That's right. <laughs> this is gonna be the greatest. <laughs> this is gonna be the greatest comeback in fighting history. <laughs> like, shut up. Like that. But no one cares shit. until a month out. Honestly. And then it people will go bananas. It's probably gonna do like top three pay per views. Yeah. Nah. The return. We'll we'll go somewhere for it or we'll just watch it all together. We'll yeah. I be just like he they get they get Sinead O'Connor back. Again, yeah. Just to do like the walkout song. Dude, is she still alive? Question mark? I don't know. Vale <laughs> Sinead O'Connor if that's the case. I think she's dead, bro. Rest in peace. How much? Okay, I think she's dead. Apparently, she was her net worth at the time of death was five hundred thousand. Look, Sinead. <laughs> Let's oh, not speak no, ill. Four, Let's four, not speak ill. <laughs> four million euro. Scratch that. Four million euro. That's a vast difference. That's a vast difference. That's a vast difference. Irrespective of all of that, she's dead. Facts. Unlucky. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And you actually can't sing that beautiful song in, oh, in person. It was actually this year. Yeah, that's why. No, I... sorry. It was last year. It was last year. Welcome to 2024, everyone. All right. Yeah, my life hacks. I'm getting into them, whether you like it or not. Uh, my number one life hack that's 
Okay, so w- let's label these as life hacks of the last 12 months. That you have done or that you will do for the next 12? That I've done for the last 12. Someone's arrived at my house. It's this one. Care. Anyway, sorry. Hi, Ken. <laughs> Google, you, Google doorbell. Go? No, no, no. It's okay. Okay, good. The door busts uh, open, you'll know why. Yeah, someone can bust yeah. open in that door if they want. Oh. Now, um, <laughs> life hack go. number one, learn how to make good coffee at home. That was my first one. Bye. That has been a huge hack for me because I'm now regrettably that person when I go out for a coffee sometimes. I'm like, mm, I could do this better at home. But the, the the hack part of it is obviously the saving and then just having good coffee pretty much on tap. And I work from home, so yeah. Nearly, ultimate hack. speaking about making good coffee at home, I know that I've just got the pod machine, but I do make sure I buy like reasonably good pods. I like when I see like a good deal on pods, I like, I nearly like pulled the car over the other day near, I think it's like Altura coffee, like on, <laughs> Sedon, I don't know what, on like, what, what, Grange Road, I think it is. Yeah. We were like driving. I was like fifteen, po- like thirty pods for fifteen bucks, like fifty cents a pod. I nearly just like pulled over, like across fucking all the lanes, yeah, just right. to go in. I was like, nah, it's alright. I'll, I'll be there again soon. It'll be fine. But yeah, like I agree. I agree with you on that. If I had like a good coffee machine at home, that's one thing that I would like grind at and just become a wizard, masterful. Yeah, but mm-hmm. in saying that, like I've got my technique down with the with the pod coffee. I know it's not much, and I've just got buttons to press, but. I now know what buttons to press. That's good. But I will say you are a master barista. I'm getting there, bro. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's that. good. I love I'll actually I'm always excited for a coffee at your place. Oh yeah. That warms my heart. All right. Life hack number two. Google calendar for every task. Bang. And that, when that I complete hit. the tasks, I click them, I press delete on my keyboard, and then they're gone. Nice. And then also a little uh, side note to that one is if you use Google Calendar, there's a setting, not exactly sure exactly where it is, but um, it's, uh, what is it? It's tasks in the past dim. So like when the hour ticks past it, it dims. So it's like slightly opaque. That's kind of cool. So good. So good for the visuals because you'd be like halfway through the week and whatever like meetings are still in there or whatever was is now dim and it's very satisfying. Very good. Um, and you can set really good routines about around that as well. So like pretty much every day before I go to bed, I populate my Google calendar with a whole bunch of tasks I want to do. And then I check like what meetings are there and then just see like where I can fit in, run, punch it, mm. doing all sorts. Or if I would like, you know, want to go plan something, I'll just like block out my calendar. Yeah. And say, do something fun or George busy. So then because like mm. the whole team checks the calendar and sees what yeah. goes on. Well, that's, um, yeah, no, nah, the calendar, I like that calendar thing because that's one thing that Tamara and I do. We don't, we haven't fully switched to Google Calendar yet. We're still on the iPhone calendars, but we have a linked calendar. Like so good. we each have our own and then we have a linked. Um, so that way we can both see like any events. And it's like, even to the point of like, um, when we went out for dinner one night with you and Mitch and Jess, it was like drive to, it was like leave to go to Mitch and Jess. It was like, pick, oh, like even just something as simple as that. So it's like, that's why, that way we know what time to be ready by. 
when we're leaving and it was like yeah while we, when we're in the car like popped up on the car it was like dinner with mitch and jess and they're like oh hey we're here like you know mm. in the car like seeing the notification at the same time it's so good man and it and it feels like um what i would say to anyone who's thinking like oh i don't need someone something to tell me what to do every time it's yeah yeah just like put your ego to the side real quick because it really does make fucking everything so much easier yeah i think <laughs> literally I think the, everything the way i think a, a a slightly better way to phrase that would be for people that think that in that phrase of like something telling me what to do, it's actually like a win when you do it. So it's like, yes, the thing is telling you what to do, but then you go get to do it. And then that's the win. Well, yeah. You're like, telling yourself in the future. It's a fucking hack. Like we use, use our technology to talk to yourself in the future. Best. Hmm. All right. Number three, number three, biggest life hack of the last 12 months is, start a podcast bang record there your you life for all those things for all those that's why i wrote those three things down that you said you took away from the book and what his whole book is based on uh like gratitude empathy mindfulness you develop that a lot when you're having pretty conscious conversations every single week with your friends mm. and um it's like a reason to study it's a reason to talk without using your phones if that's what yeah. you struggle with it's it's a it's a catalog of your whole life basically like i don't know how long we're going to do this for but like if it's if it's a forever thing we're going to have a a conversation for like our kids and our kids kids to listen to every week for like 10 years yeah and it's also just a way to like you could look back and just be like that's what that's what the conversations were like back then and like i think if we if we were to even go back and look at a conversation of like an early episode like the expanse in the our vocabulary is probably completely different like, com- like so much better now like the, the ability for all three of us to be able to hold conversations at a higher level compared to back then and i think you've mentioned it well just before like the ability to like research things but also like develop skills so like realizing that when we like listen back on something or if we um uh Oh, what's the thought I'm having here? If we like learn something like between episodes or if we learn something like, I know that you and I do it a lot. It's like after an episode, we'll chat for like five or 10 minutes and just talk, not even about the episode, but then we'll just like think of something and then that'll be like not a spark for the next episode, but it's a spark for something else. And then it's a spark mm. for the next conversation. And it allows us to like, yeah, think about, oh, like maybe maybe this is what we can do better for the next episode and the next episode and like this is all this is what we could do for them sort of Mm. thing if that makes sense 100 bro and it's um it's why i was actually i was very what's the word i can use for what happened earlier today i was like hmm. i was like pumped about it afterwards because uh we haven't had a moment in the podcast maybe when i flamed my celebrant and full named her shouldn't have done that but (laughs) That's that's back there. If anyone wants to go find it, they can. Doesn't matter. Okay. But like, um, like Mum said to me when I said that, she was like, "Oh, you got to be careful." You know, rah, rah, rah. like it's like defamatory comments. That is actually true. But we're yeah, we're a small platform, uh, a small creative platform. It'll only and... come back to bite us when we're rolling in it. Yeah, <laughs> they would just say sorry, sorry. Uh, insert name there. Um, <laughs> but seriously, like I was afterwards, I was saying to Nicole, I was like, oh, like you know, this X, Y, Z has happened and um, 
it's actually like a real good opportunity for us to like take ownership, like a, take ownership, little circuit breaker. And just for us, but what it was it like 10, 15 minutes to be like, Oh, okay. Like, like we do have an audience and I didn't even yeah. know that that person watched our podcasts and yeah. I, I wasn't even aware of the impact that you can have mm. at what, well, like I said, I was, when I was like, oh, like look at all these followers and look at all these like views yeah. and subs and stuff. But then like to actually have some sort of feedback come in, I was like, man, this is sick. And then like I was <laughs> I was so pumped because I knew that and just pull me up after I say all this, if if I'm incorrect. But I was like, yeah. I could hear in your voice that you were panicking a little bit. And then yeah. I was like to Muzz, I messaged Muzz and I was like, my heart breaks for Trey right now. But also I love that he's like sitting in that and, and feeling like this because it's it's this like learning in it, and then yeah. Muzz wrote the whole thing to me, and I was like, "No, I'm gonna get you as well. I'm gonna give you some harsh truths." And yeah, then like, no, it's yeah. definitely it's definitely was like that for me. Like I, I like, because yeah, I got the message, and I was like, "Oh," and like I then with like I should have just gone back <laughs> I shit myself too, bro. I, I, like, I should have just gone like, back and like man, instantly. I should have gone back and like watched it again straight away before even like because I rang you without even like watching it back <laughs> i could hear it in your voice bro <laughs> and i was like man what's going on what and so like and, and 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 like for i'm not trying to laugh about the situation and i'm like i'm enjoying this conversation i'm happy that we're having this conversation i'm not like i under, i can see the negative effects of it all like i can see why it's, it's seen in a negative right, yeah. why it was seen in, why it was seen in a negative light and is seen in a negative light and for that like I'm sorry, like, or we're sorry, I guess. But yeah. in saying, and like it, you said it well, it's a good learning opportunity, like, which is like trying to be more mindful in those moments that we actually have, like, like you posted to us in the group chat, like we have like, you know, 18,000 views or something like that. Like mm. that, that's, that's 18,000 sets of eyes that have seen. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's something crazy, bro. Like over the last three weeks, it's like 16,000 individual viewers and that like, albeit, just for through, everyone listening, yeah. uh, it's through like short form video mainly, but like on the actual podcast, I think it's like 70 individual mm. viewers. That's just on YouTube. Well, so yeah, like, even, on that, even on that, even on that Christmas special YouTube, like that was, yeah, like 80 odd views. Oh, was it like, uh, at a hundred? Oh, there you now, go. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like, and just to preface um, anyone who's listening has no idea what the hook we're talking about. Uh, we just had some feedback on our Christmas special and um like yeah like we said it was a good circuit breaker for us and yeah. just it was really good a, feedback a, a good, really good reminder feedback. for us to always stay aligned with our morals and mm. who we are and you can't learn unless you get some harsh feedback and that's why i was so pumped yeah. because i get a lot of harsh feedback in the uh, field of work that i have and especially because i have a ceo boss called Corey boutwell and he is the king <laughs> of feedback and um it's something i'm actually really proud of these days that i can like accept feedback and take it on instead of being like hot under the collar ego boy george the whole time that mm. would if someone said anything i would be like no way that's oh you're judging my character that sucks piss off like get away from me now i yeah. can like sit in it and be like fuck yeah like that that makes so much sense and that's what i was i was messaging yeah. uh, everyone today i was just like like it doesn't it 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 um it matters from a point that we learned from it, but at the end of the day, like it, it's going to happen. Like we're, we're speaking yeah. publicly on a public platform, yeah. platform all, every single week. Yeah. And we're human. <laughs> yeah. Like we are, we are literally not perfect, but in saying Jesus. that we are, right. we are, we are more mindful now mm. of the scenario. 
um, or just anything. And I think even just like touching on like that whole idea of um, you said it like, well, like you said like the ego boy, George, like even we've had conversations like off the podcast about life and also like not your work, but just stuff around your work. Mm. And like, we like, I remember the last, the actual moment you said, it's like my ego is telling me to answer like this, but like, I'm actually going to answer like this. Like, you know, mm. I'm just telling you that this is like the old, like, you know, this is what it feels like. And then that conversation went for like half an hour. It was like wild. I love the mm. fact that we could just have this like really like hard conversation with each other. And then like at the end of it, there was just no, like no feeling of ill will to each other. Cause we just mm. knew that like what we were actually trying to achieve was the same thing. It was just like, it was like, ding, like butting heads, but in like a, non-controversial way over like the topic we were talking about like in to do with the retreat and stuff which was sick yeah but it was just like really good conversation and like really good debating conversation about like this is why my point is good and this is why i see it this way yeah it's just it is cool but i think yeah that whole mindfulness and even on reading this book we are consistently learning everyone and we appreciate everyone that listens and and watches and views and subscribes and does all the fun stuff they do for us um the biggest and best thing you can do to support me and Mr. Menzies in our quest and Dinos when he's back from Japan. I think he's literally he's, jet lagged right now. So he's, he's, he is, he is, he is, he has arrived. I have seen him today. I went and dropped yeah. off parcels and had a little goose pat. Bang. Goosey boy. Is he yeah. huge now or what? He's the lankiest looking dog. Like at that. the moment, With the, legs large are, paws. The, leg, the legs are real long and they're just going <laughs> to flopping about. Enjoy that viewers, that vision. Um, but yeah, now, nah uh yeah no he's back so he'll be he was he did look so tired so did like just look a little tired as well so oh bro you hear about that whole debacle get home yeah wild <laughs> Screw anyway, the whole, we'll uh, talk yeah. about that on another episode when dinos yeah. is back Facts. um trey i appreciate you you're I a good man too man you are a, you're a really man really good man yourself. thank you very much and all the viewers like i've already said two or three times before we love you too um yeah biggest best thing you can do for the podcast share it with a friend or subscribe or just watch it yeah that's the best thing you can do just watch tune in sit back relax and be a part of the friendship remember this is everything no one's talking about it is everything no one's talking about (laughs) everything that no one's talking about i gotta get my that's a tongue twist everything no one's talking about there we go got it okay dunsky